Hi everyone and welcome to the Cure Radio Show. I hope you can join us. Today we're going to talk about uh, the, the abortion and uh, the depression syndrome following that and ways to heal. Uh, but today still is another beautiful day. Glad to be alive. And we'll start with a little prayer. Come Holy Spirit. Fill the hearts of the faithful, and kindle in them a fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and they shall be created, and you will renew the face of the earth. O God, you taught the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit. Grant that by the gift of the same Spirit, we may be truly wise, and always rejoice in his consolation. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so, Bobby wants to say hello. He loves saying hi. Hi, guys. He is here. I am? Yes. I was right incognito and you revealed me now. Oh, it's okay. okay. Every once in a while he pops up and says something. Yep, that's the plan. <laughs> And I hope everyone's staying warm these days. It's been cold. Even in Miami, that is. Uh, it's it's been cold in Miami still. Yeah. Sometimes. Just a few days. I think we can handle it. Yeah, we'll be fine. So with any minute, the first song. Do you know which song is the first one? No. I planned them way ahead of time. So, it's a surprise. To me as well. No, it's no surprise to me, but I wanted to make it more. Amy Cabo. Life can bring many difficult situations. Domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome, Amy Cabo and The Cure. Good afternoon and welcome to The Cure Radio Show. I'm your host, Amy Cabo, with my amazing partner, Boris. Wow, amazing. Yes, because God is. 
Our show is available live on your radio, also live through our app, The Cure, on any smartphone, throughout social media, and our website, GodIsTheCure.com. We broadcast live from Miami through satellite, available on traditional radio, and on Sirius XM channel 131 the next day. Also, after the show, any podcast player. We're reaching about 5 million people monthly alone in Facebook, so thank you to all our social media followers, and mostly thank you to God who made it possible. This show was created to expose the truth, educate, and provide comfort. We provide testimonials to let people know that we are not alone. And in this show, the testimony started with me. But we also have experts and inspirational speakers that can help. God was the only cure for me when everything else failed. But I hope that in the meantime, at least we can be there for each other. Life can be challenging, but rest assured that there is a God who is omnipotent, is our Father, and loves us dearly, so there's always hope. That song was unwritten by Natasha Banfield, and this is my message to you. What would it be like without the God of everything? What joy knowing Him and all that it can bring, mercy, strength, wisdom among the few, things he will do, dreams come true. Holiest saints, mystics in process, we need to be blessed who believes when not feeling it or see. Many ways then we know, touched by grace, lifted by his spirit who takes our place, observe him and people, experiences and the cross, not forsaken, higher to be taken with every loss, the gain greater as we place pain at his feet, praising with angels his victorious defeat. God in the highest, we owe you entirely our lives, our fortress, not evil that sharpens its knives. Gracious is he fighting for us at any cost, forgives all, mostly, the broken and lost. Today we will be talking about the devastating effects of abortion, post-abortion syndrome, and shame and healing. With our special guest, Angel Murchison. Angel is the founder of Healing Waters Women's Ministry, the author of Good Morning Beautiful People, Angel's Prayers of the Day, and a radio talk show host on Destiny Moments. She speaks out about the impact of post-abortion stress and offers help and hope to women who have had an abortion like she did. Angel is the author of Secret Shame, Overcoming Pain and Brokenness After an Abortion. Angel, welcome to The Cure. So glad to have you with us. Angel, how many abortions happen in the U.S. monthly? Is it more than before? I believe it is. I don't know the exact number of abortions, but it happened monthly. 
but I know the after on women and we know that it is traumatizing to a woman to terminate a pregnancy sometimes um, it's not until later in life but we do know that millions of babies are being aborted every year and it's devastating it's devastating on the woman it's devastating on the family and the aftermath the shame the pain is something that you would not want anyone that you love or know or anyone to, to experience for me um, it wasn't until later in life that i started to feel the, the aftermath of it um when i recognized it for what it was i was just at a, a local church service that was on a friday evening and this couple from canada that couldn't have children were there and they were ministering that night to a very small group and as they began to sing about a little soul in heaven i began to weep and i had that buried so deep inside that it I thought it was done with after I had had the abortion and we never talked about it. It was something that just never, we just thought, it, I just thought it was over. And, but that night, God brought it to, to the light. I remember going home that night and getting um, beside my bed on my knees and just screaming and crying. I felt such anguish and pain. But one thing I know about Jesus is that he loves us so much that he brings it to the light to heal it. And it didn't take 16 years or um, five months, you know. Um, he said, confess your faults one to another that you may be healed. And I remember him saying to me, I want you to call this individual and tell them that you had an abortion. I wrestled with that. I said, I don't want to tell them that. But I did. I ended up being obedient and calling the individual and, and sharing with her that I had had an abortion. And she shared with me that she had one too. And that was um, the first time that it was exposed um, to another individual publicly like that. And then um, I went on to do a Bible study. Um, now, and then I, I, I don't understand what brings a woman to have an abortion besides fear, the inability to take care of it. It can be that they, they just don't know what's going on or what, uh, what that it's a real child and this and what they're actually doing. It's maybe lack of education or in my case, uh, being forced into it. And it, it could be very disheartening who knows when and but for someone that's experienced different things as i have and a little bit of everything i think that most of what the trials that we go through in life are things that are done to us but it's different when it comes to an abortion it's something we do to an innocent child um that doesn't get a chance to live and i think that's what's most disheartening and it was actually the hardest thing that i have ever been able to overcome but what helped me was focusing on past saints that were martyrs even saint paul was killing christians 
and it just comes to show God's mercy how forgiving he is how much he loves us how there's nothing that 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 he will not forgive us from as long as he realizes that we're sorry and we're willing to surrender our lives to him uh, and just how great his mercy is that uh, even knowing what you did coming to terms with it he will still take us in open hands and still love us and allow us to start over slate clean absolutely I God is a merciful God so I'm so thankful that he did by his grace extend grace and mercy to me um, there's consequences to abortion you can never hold your child on this side of heaven um, there's no celebrations uh, there's a loss that you can't get back and but you're right his grace his mercy and his healing the healing balm of Gilead Jesus um, applies that healing to our life it takes the sting out of it and we can help others uh, become free he said in John eight thirty six, whom the son sets free is free indeed and so by applying the word of God and knowing Jesus is Christ the healer He's the only one that can heal from something like that. But you were only 15. How much did you know at 15? We'll continue talking about this when we return. Yes, please stay with us. We'll talk more about handling trauma and shame after abortion with Angel Murchison, author of the book Secret Shame. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. They separate us from our neighbors and they call it social distancing It's actually a bigger plan, it's called social conditioning They took away our privacy, there's always someone listening The elections planning riots for the citizens The government has always lied, it's history repeating But the problem is the schools dumb you down so you believe them If you try to speak the truth inside a tweet then they delete it Whole administration Satanists who claim they praise in Jesus Every year there's a new name for enemies that we're facing It's Al-Qaeda, then ISIS, and now American patriots Who would have thought those who love the country the most would be Hated on by folks who call America home Both political parties are equally just as evil They've been working for themselves, don't give it about the people Black, white, yellow, brown, humanity needs you Cause united we stand, divided they will defeat you The man on the news says the problem is me I'm just a small town boy with big American dreams The world's going crazy and they lying to us Don't know who to Y'all missing what was written in them pages That was history they wrote, now you wanna change it You racist, you hate this Why you want us all to be locked up in cages? I can't stand the left, everything they say is depressing Ship them to the Middle East, they can learn oppression Believe me, I mean this quite literal I love liberty, but I liberals Wear a mask, stay home, complain and moan Talk about privilege on your phone in your Range Rover Starbucks, mango, fufu, whatever The cloth I'm cut from can handle any weather You just paper in the rain, we ain't the same Stand for the flag, only kneel when I pray And now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure Welcome back and thanks for tuning in This is a little bit different song, like hmm? <laughs> Okay <laughs> 
that was In God We Trust by Tom McDonald, Adam Callahan, and Strobo Jennings. And uh, more and more people are opening up their eyes, even rappers. God is good, helps find our resolve in the nick of time, provides all that is needed in navigating this climb. Life disappoints, it's part of the cross. Take it in, offer it to God. Offer it to the good Lord to be paying for sin. Making amends in supplication to keep him within. What we do and bear for the love of God is a win. Trials for sanctification to do with what he will. We know he is God, steadfast in being still. Satan does not relent, and most days it can be tough. God is that constant, our aid when it gets rough. So glad to have you, couldn't make it without. Sweet Jesus, our hope, who's always devout. Joy and glorious sunshine, everything we stand for. Serve, sacrifice, grow to love like never before. Often amazes, being as him, our greatest desire. Christ's way, God's word, easy to admire. We will continue talking about handling trauma and shame post-abortion with Angel Murchison, author of Secret Shame. In the Book of Wisdom, 113 in the Bible, it says, God did not make death, nor does he rejoice in destruction, in the destruction of the living. Angel, how common is post-abortion syndrome? Is, is it more like PTSD? I mean, you had your abortion when you were 15, and it seems like it lasted a lifetime. It did. Um, it would be times that I would feel just a real sadness. And Mother's Day was always very tough for me. And there would be just times that I didn't really know um, exactly when the abortion, you know, when I first started to, when it first started coming to light, I, I needed to work through some things. Um, and steps to freedom, and it, it, there, there could be a lot of triggers. It, surprisingly, so seeing a baby, the development of a baby, there could be a lot of triggers. Sorry, but when you when I see a child today, I can rejoice. I can rejoice with mother, family. Nice that have children because I will just rejoice with them who rejoice and weep with those and these children are made in the image of God he said in Psalm 130 that he made us together he formed we were created in the image of great God and when did you initially start healing and how long did it take well because I had a lot of trauma in my life, um, I was the 14th of my parents, and my mom died when I was eight, and my dad was an alcoholic, and I had a lot of people telling me what to do, a lot of brothers and sisters, and growing up in poverty. So I had layers and layers, it was like an onion, um, just 
kept cutting off and coming off, but it was through the Word of God, it was through my time in Bible, in, in church, in women's group, um, setting under the anointed Word of the Lord. So um, basically when you discovered God and it was a, a process, a process that according to God's good time and it can be lengthy and it can be short and everyone's individual right and it's it's the you know um, I feel like well, his word tells us he changes us from glory to glory and so he's always working on us he's always changing us to be more um, like him and in his image and um, he doesn't want his women to feel the shame and the pain and the trauma of things that happened to them. Um, that's why Jesus died on the cross um, for sin and for our redemption. Yes. I'm sorry, another thing that I, I came across it, that's a little bit of a consolation to me is that I discovered that the innocent and the, the, the sometimes have to suffer. For, for the good of all, for conversion of sinners. Take, for example, Jesus. And uh, th that's why people find it hard to believe. How can children die? How can there be so much suffering? And, well, they, they go, the innocent, they go to heaven. And it serves a good purpose. God doesn't let anything go to waste. And anything that he allows, he works towards the greater good. He works that it could save souls. It's, a, it's, it's always been a trade-off since the very start. And it, it makes sense, because otherwise, why, why did Christ have to die? And so, if, if anything, uh, even though it's a sad thing, abortions, those babies are serving some good for others, believe it or not. Yeah. And because God tells us there is, now, therefore, now, no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. We want um, people to, we want women to be free from that shame. Um, most women don't tell that they've had an abortion. One out of three women have had an abortion. Wow. And that's, that's a what lot. So when you get a group of women together, you would never know because they don't. Most people do not share um, about it. I would be on an airplane flying back from uh, a writer's conference, or and the woman that would be sitting next to me would say to me, I have no idea why I would tell you this, but um, I had an abortion. Wow. And I didn't have that on my face anywhere. Um, that's but that's how I started to know that God well, wanted to use the devil's excellent. The devil's excellent at making us believe that it's no big deal, that it's acceptable, that it's even good um, or beneficial. But then, why do we feel bad afterwards? So he's a, he's much smarter than us. He's very manipulative. Stay alert. Be vigilant. And uh, we'll continue talking more about family trauma and shame. After abortion, with Angel Murchison, owner of Secret Shame, it's an interesting book. Can't believe it. Stephanie's Andrea. We will be right back 
with Amy Cabell and The Cure. Welcome back, and thanks for being with us. Remember, we're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio, on our app, The Cure, the podcast, The Cure, and the website, GodIsTheCure.com. And so that was We Miracle Power by We the Kingdom. These days it's hard. The consequences are stronger. His little ones, he doesn't want to stray any longer. Tender love he gives with much care to improve, to behave in ways that only he will approve. Grand is he, seems impossible to gear where we must. In God's mercy, justice, and might, we put full trust. Sorry to fall for temptation and doing it wrong. Make amends and pray more to be strong. A poor spirit, a nothing, and fully dependent of you that you lead the path which sees us through. Slow anger, quick mercy, blessed are we, forever grateful, unworthy, easy to be. Not to quit, but surrender to keeps, to who keeps our heart, created this life a liaison that we may not part. Never fear, firm in faith to his holy resolve, to serve, sanctify, Brace for the Evolve. We will continue talking about handling trauma and shame post-abortion with Angel Murchison, author of Secret Shame. In Psalm 139, 13 to 14, says, For ye created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Angel, you write sometimes, when we believe lies, God sheds light on what's going on. How did he do this in your life? Well, by applying the word of God. Um, when you feel shame, 
and when you've done wrong, which made a poor choice, um, and you feel that pain, that uh, inner, inner will play God with you. Then we must apply his words. He said in Psalm 139, um, verse 20, that he sent his word um, and healed me. And I used to say, God, I don't feel healed. Um, I need you to touch my heart. Um, when others would say things like, um, you know, you're ugly or you're, they would make reference to my weight. I would go to God and I would say, how do you see me? And he would say, I see you beautiful. And so I had uh, a conference one year called, He Calls Me Beautiful. Because when God, when you believe what God tells you, um, he said, my sheep know and hear my voice. And it's been at some times in my life that I was at my lowest when um, he would speak to me and say, like, I, I, I call you beautiful. Um, or my father's love. Because I didn't have that close relationship with my dad, my dad was almost 50 when I was born. And, um, you know, I'm sure alcohol kept his pain down most of his life. And um, so I didn't have that close relationship. And when I started to work through the abortion and the aftermath of it, that was one of the first writings I wrote was the love of my father. And when you experience his love, there is nothing that compares to it. Um, you, you build a trust with him. And like people will say, it's just a blob of tissue. Well, it isn't just a blob of tissue because then you feel pain and you feel shame and guilt, condemnation. And then you have to apply um, the word of God and whatever lies um, people believe. I taught Sunday school one day. I was filling in for a friend and um, it was high school girls. And I asked them to share something about themselves that they, they loved as we were created in the image of God. And as we went around that table, all they could identify was what they didn't like about themselves. Um, you know, their nose was wrong or their hair was the wrong color. Um, and we had to, I had to change it around a little bit, the assignment, and say, let's go back. And because and, we're created in the image of God, and He loved us, and we're supposed to, um, we're supposed to love others as we love ourselves. So I want you to go and tell the person on the left and the person on the right something that you um, admire about them. And it changed the whole atmosphere of that lesson because um, sometimes... Others see others us more beautiful than we see can. ourselves. Well, that's because the enemy is constantly trying to make you feel bad. In every way and form. Where there's so many blessings, but he yells really loud in your ear the bad things. And you focus on that instead. But you know there's also God. There's a little angel on the other side. 
talking to you too. Telling you God loves you anyway. And God's going to provide. And it doesn't matter. God's more powerful. And as long as you're God's child, nothing matters. He has you in his hands. And he will take care of you and guide your every step. And show you what it is that you need to do next. And he can even correct those bad feelings and make you feel better. All you need is faith. And so you choose what you want to focus on and what you want to entertain. And so then that's what I had to do. Because I was, you know, you don't have to be, have anything physically wrong with you to feel bad about yourself and to hate yourself and to think that you're an awful person. And it is the devil that attacks the one who are closest to God, most precious to God, have the biggest impact. That's who the devil attacks the most. So be glad and rejoice for those dark days that that shaped you and broke your spirit, that turned you into who you are today, that made it possible for you to have compassion for others and to know how to help others and to want to help others. And of course, as I'm saying this, my computer turns off. <laughs> and I have to, and I have to find my place again. Oh, why? Because the devil wanted to break my train of thought. And what I was saying, he didn't like it. It's very real, these forces of good and evil. It's very real, but the biggest disguise of the devil is that he doesn't exist and demons don't exist. And there's coincidences that things happen for a reason and that God's not in control. Don't believe the lie. But sometimes God helps us deal with things. Like for example, Angel, you just you decided to name your unborn child. Was that instrumental in your healing? And what gave you that idea? One. I named my son Jeremiah, and Jeremiah is my and I, in my speaking, shared a lot about Jeremiah. He's the only child that likes to be like, told you so. And you knew I he was a son. You mean? I don't know. I was four months, but I, to this day, I don't know. Um, because they don't give you ultrasounds. They don't want you to know what's really going on. And I think that's helping in, the, in these days is that they're offering more ultrasounds. A lot of women that are going to have an abortion, as soon as they see that ultrasound, realize the severity of it and the, what, what it is they're doing. Uh, a lot of us are misinformed, but at the same time, I think a lot of us are opening up our eyes. More and more people are seeing the light and coming to the truth. And then we'll continue talking more about abortion and handling the trauma after it with Angel Murchison, author of Secret Shame. Stay with us, please. We'll be right back. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. You said don't fear, you said 
now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Hi again, and thanks for tuning in. We're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio, on our app, The Cure, and social media. Look for God is the Cure. That was Until You Break the the Storm by Christian Hart. Peace and wisdom God gives you just can't find. By his infinite mercy and justice, one of a kind. Our shield against evil, taking on the fight. Raising the dead, raises the dead. And for the blind, sight. Never a time alone when he didn't care to correct. Out of love, so we blossom and grew to respect. Like his father, that we be perfect or try to be as sacrifices of gratitude from being free. Thank God for the patience that carried us every time. Not being loyal to him in return feels like a crime. Knows the heart, faults, but God would not quit until the Holy Spirit's fire in us is finally lit. Glad to be found letting the ashes fall to the ground faith and gifts hard to believe, sweet the sound of God's voice in our soul reflecting his ways, strengthens to no more impossible days. We will continue talking about handling trauma and shame post-abortion with Angel Murchison, author of Secret Shame. Exodus 20.13 says, You shall not murder I don't even take out my fishes when I know they're dying early. Uh, I wait. Angel, the right to abortion has been hotly debated and still is. But no one really talks about the emotional impact. What would you say to someone contemplating an abortion? Well, I like to share my I think everyone needs to know the truth and there is an aftermath of emotional problems and issues in your life. Mm -hmm. You might bury it for a season, a time, but it will Yes. And it's like any um, it will, it will surface. I believe that person to be uh, told the truth, abortion really, is. and as you both described in this, we are not others' minds, and it's a horrible that God does take this. But again, there's there's a loss that on the side of having them, we'll never see that child. And it's a regret we will always have. Do do you think uh, it would be helpful to create more groups of women? who have had that experience 
who can honestly, openly talk about it, uh, to be supportive to others that may be considering it and let them know that there's other options other than abortion, that there is more help out there, at least that I believe that when I had to have mine and and just to provide more information to people that may be contemplating but and also to those who have had an abortion how to be there for them how to let them know that there is life after that that there is a healthy happy joyful peaceful life because God is a loving God and a forgiving God and you have forgiven you have experienced God's love and forgiveness and healing firsthand uh, what steps do you believe other women may need to take to find the same healing that you did well I come to know and that's my prayer they would come to him and I call it the healing waters of Jesus Christ and that was the very first vision that God gave me was I saw just like an ocean and I was bringing women to these waters and I believe those are the Jesus Christ And, and it helps to it case. helps to have support to have a friend to have somebody that can bring you to Christ that that can bring this information to you that you know that there's hope and but it's not always family members. Why is it more difficult to approach family members? Well, sometimes family believe abortion. Um, maybe they. You know, not everyone's the same. That's why it's important to have your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. He is so um, approachable. You can't always count um, on your people. You can't even count on anyone. No. <clears throat> there comes a time that you hit such rock bottom, you realize God is your only friend, and He's all you need. Because as long as you have a solid relationship with God, then nothing else really matters. Amen. And, I mean, some of us haven't had the best luck, um, <laughs> especially when it comes to family. And sometimes those who love you the most are the ones that hurt the most because you love them so much. Uh, mm -hmm. So, but th there is help available out there. And if it's not your family and you're not surrounded by the best of friends and a desperate situation and you're considering abortion there is many many church groups and and um what number can they call what is it the information number 311 come on my sidekick who I'm, says something every once in a it's while very funny when you start <laughs> looking something in google they give you more options how to do an abortion instead of helping so that's how it is but there is a lot of organizations that actually help with pregnancy resources our association that help with making an ultrasound to show you the kid uh, 
Like God, He will help you. You tell <laughs> God, what number God, do I call? One. Where do I go? <laughs> uh, guide my steps. Tell me what to do. I don't want to do this, and I know neither do you. So help me get there. Help me get the help that I need, and uh, God will provide. Uh, he so many times He's provided in my life, especially when things look really dim. Trust me, those fourteen years of custody battles. I thought I would lose my daughter every year, three times a year. Didn't happen. So God does provide. It doesn't matter how scary it looks. The devil will present it scary. But God, that's when you see God's power shine. Yeah, you can Give him a chance. 1-800-366-7773. Pro-life across America.org. There is pro-life also. There you are. As many anti-life <laughs> uh, propaganda there is, there is also pro-life. You just look, have to look for it. You know that thing that God said, seek and you shall find. Uh, it really does work. And so, but uh, Angel, we've come to the end of the show. Uh, every good thing must come to an end. And But it was wonderful having you. And thank you for sharing your testimony. And thank you for your service and being there for others. Thank you. So we'll finish with a prayer as we always do. We start and end with one. But this time it's a prayer to end abortion. Thank you for the gifts of life, liberty, and freedom, God. Each life is a gift. And today I ask that you protect the lives of the unborn from the brutal practice of abortion. Please shine the light of love and support upon the mothers who are struggling and believe abortion to be the only way. Amen. Amen. By the way, it isn't the only way. There's a lot of parents who are willing to adopt your child. And there's a lot of communities that are willing to help you raise it. Thank you to the wonderful people that work with us and for having us in the air. As much as we don't hold back, we are bold for God. But please check out Robbie Delmore's uh, shows, The Christian Guy and Kingdom Pursuit. He's an awesome guy, and he's got great topics and awesome guests. But this is Amy Cavill, and you have been listening to The Cure. Please check out our podcast, The Cure with Amy Cavill, available wherever podcasts are. Tell us what you think. Send us a contact page through GodIsTheCure.com. And then please check Amy's latest book. God is the cure, love is the answer. Did they say right? Yes. Okay. That's the new title. Uh, Thank you to our listeners for being with us. And until next Saturday, much love. Be kind every given opportunity and to yourself as well. Uh, Pray every day. It's, It's needed strength. You think it's not making a difference, but it makes a huge impact. Be true in every situation. Don't let the bad guy, you know, discourage you. Don't lose hope. Always keep the faith and God's peace to you all. Care with Amy Cabo. For more information or to get Amy's book, 
Love is the answer. God is the cure. Or to listen to the podcast of previous shows, visit GodIsTheCure.com.